Blog Talk Radio. Tonight on Dr. Anonymous Show 138, are you like me? Are you still recovering from New Year's? Well, join the club, kids. I'll be talking about some news stories and talking about some people I know who have gotten into the blogging thing, especially the photo blogging project thing, whatever they call it, or even those who have just started blogging or reblogging, and all that, uh, in addition to some audio clips from my favorite movie of the moment, all that and a lot more on the Dr. Anonymous show starting right now. Right, bringing you the best that medicine and social media have to offer. This is the Dr. Anonymous Show, live on Block Talk Radio, live on a Saturday night here. I'm, of course, your favorite physician host. My name is Mike, but my friends, like all of you out there, call me Dr. Ray. You can always find me at dranonymous.com, and that brings you to my website. You can also go to DrAnonymous.net. That brings you to my Facebook fan page. Shout out to all of the Facebook fans out there. We are up to, I believe, 151 Facebook fans. So thank you for being a fan of the show. I very much appreciate that. You can also go to DrAnonymous.org. That takes you to the iTunes page where you can subscribe to this show. I very much appreciate everyone out there who subscribes to the show here. And if you didn't know already, you can also listen in real time on your iPhone or your BlackBerry. And I know people out there listen to the show there. I know you're out there. Thank you for listening to the show. You can just direct your mobile browser on your phone to blogtalkradio.com slash Anonymous. Today is the Saturday, January 2nd, 2010, or 01022010, or Happy Palindrome Day. <laughs> uh, today is uh, it's, it's 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and the temperature at broadcast time here at Dr. Anonymous World Headquarters is 11 degrees Fahrenheit. If you add in the wind... Uh, it is minus six degrees, and of course, today is a happy palindrome day. A palindrome is a word, phrase, or number, or other sequence of units that can be read the same way in either direction. That's what's been popping up all over Twitter today. And uh, we'll be talking about some topics here. We'll be, uh, we have, do have some news stories and some assorted other things. <laughs> But before we get to all that, I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio for featuring the show again here this evening. For those of you who are new to the show, welcome to you. 
I have been a, a, a social media hobbyist and enthusiast since 2005. And if you're curious, yes, I am a real doctor. I am a family physician in full-time private practice, meaning I see patients five days a week in the hospital and in my office here in beautiful but cold northeastern Ohio. And if you're listening live, and how can you not listen live to this show, you'll see my shining face on the webcam there. And uh, I want to give a shout-out to people in my chat room there. Shout-out to J-Man. Thank you, sir, for watching and uh, listening to the show. I know you're probably watching the overtime of the Liberty Bowl that is going on right now live. It is still tied up over there, and I think right until right now, until they're, uh, they're getting another field goal kicker out here. Uh, so, um, so, yeah, I think I have everything uh, set up here. I will uh, get my audio clip ready here. Before I say that uh, you're listening to the Dr. Anonymous Show, a proud member of the Better Health Network at GetBetterHealth.com, and also a proud member of the ProMed Network, a podcast you can get there by going to ProMedNetwork.com, and we'll be right back. show live on blog talk radio just watch the end of the liberty bowl uh man it, we gotta find a a uh, field goal kicker that actually uh, makes kicks <laughs> that's all i'm saying there <laughs> oh and uh welcome back here and uh i do want to welcome uh, dr blockstein the good dr blockstein uh to the show here uh, this evening and uh, I do have some news stories here to uh, share with you, starting up with some uh, medicine slash health news stories. I was going to, sh- I was going to uh, uh, share them on the New Year's Eve show, but I will share him right now. But before that, I will play this.
our first story here. Uh, actually, these are these are kind of a you know kind of a couple of uh, kind of good news type of stories I'll share with you here uh, this evening. Oh, I want to welcome uh, Jesse Wilder to the uh, to the show. So thank you for joining us. Uh, so our first story here comes out of New York City, and the title here this is from the New York Daily News from uh, Thursday, December thirty first. A uh, Brooklyn woman on brink of death th- uh, thrives after five transplants to replace diseased, ravaged organs. Just eight months ago, Kristen Molini was a bone-thin 74-pound, spending 13 hours a day hooked up to an IV for the nutrition she needed to survive. The young Brooklyn woman's skin was bright yellow with jaundice. She was in constant pain, and she could barely leave the house. But in a stunning turnaround... Uh, when the ball drops tonight, when it was uh, New Year's Eve, the uh, 22-year-old Gravesend resident will be out celebrating with friends and with five new organs transplanted in a rare, complex surgery. It took two years, but Malini received a new liver, stomach, pancreas, large and small intestine, and a delicate 13-hour operation at New York Presbyterian Hospital Columbia, and I'll drop the link here in the chat room here in just a second. Uh, her feet firmly planted into the road to recovery. She's not looking back. I keep saying 2010's my year. I'm just ready to live. Uh, Melania was a junior in high school when she was diagnosed with a rare medical condition, intestinal dysmotility, which paralyzed her uh, digestive organs. Uh, it's got so bad that she had to stop eating, relying on an IV feed uh, that kept her alive, but destroyed her liver. And let me see if I can do this here. If I can do this here. I don't know if that's going to go in there. Uh, it was, I was at every ER imaginable, she said. The pain was just terrible. It was unbearable. I couldn't move, she said. I was going... From the bed to the couch, I didn't see outside for a while. I didn't think I was going to make it. I got onto the transplant list at Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh. But the search for a donor was hampered by her rare blood type. Uh, last spring, she was uh, added to the list at Columbia, and on the morning of May 4th, the phone rang, and that's when she got uh, the first of her transplanted organs. So uh, you can see the picture there. I mean, she was pretty yellow. I mean, it's that is... Medically, that is not a uh, that is not a good sign. So, uh, so good for her. I, uh, so that's a nice that's a nice little story to start off the year. Here's another interesting story. You may have heard of this already. There was a mom uh, who gave birth on I believe it was Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. And it was so bad that uh, she was uh, almost uh, pronounced dead, uh, but uh, they were able to uh, uh, revive her, um, and uh, if I can get my switchboard working here, um, I'll be able to share this story, and this is, doesn't seem to be working here right now, so I will, now, let's, now it seems to be working. Let's see here, let me see if I can scroll down to this story. 
Uh, here it is. From our friends at the Associated Press. What began as a routine birth on Christmas Eve turned into what some are calling a Christmas miracle. Early show national correspondent Hattie Kaufman joins us from Los Angeles with this incredible story. Hattie, good morning. Good morning, Harry. This is a medical mystery that has even the doctors involved stunned. It's a Christmas story that literally brought a family the gift of life. Tracy Hermanstorfer remembers how easy it was giving birth to her two young boys. My first son came four hours and my second son six minutes. <laughs> but this time was different. Tracy went into labor Christmas Eve, even though her due date was January 5th. Husband Mike rushed her to the hospital and suddenly everything went wrong. Within about 30 to 45 seconds after my arrival, her heart stopped beating. I went into a cardiac arrest and I really don't know what happened after that. I sat there with my wife's hand in mine, ice cold. She was completely and totally blue. As Mike watched, Dr. Stephanie Martin worked in vain to revive Tracy. She was dead. She had no heartbeat, no breathing. She was as gray as her sweatsuit. Chaplains met with Mike, and the medical team had just precious seconds to save the baby. We did the C-section right there in the room, and immediately after delivering him, he was completely limp and unresponsive. You know, half of my family was laying right there in front of me in my hands. There's no other way to say it, but dead. But just after the baby was born, Tracy's heart began to beat. Mike held his lifeless son in his arms, and then little Colton began to breathe. So that, that, that is an amazing feeling. I got to be there for that first breath, literally. And it's just an absolute miracle. There is no rhyme or reason that either one of them should be here. That's your baby brother. Colton has been introduced to his big brothers. Both mom and baby are home and seem fine. Their quick recovery has stunned everyone. Someone upstairs is looking after me and said it wasn't time for me to be gone. Just, I, I got second chance in life. Doctors say they examined Tracy from head to toe and they still don't know why she went into cardiac arrest. Now they're all at home, but the one who's having trouble sleeping is Mike because he keeps waking up to check on his wife and newborn baby. Harry? I'll bet, I'll bet, I'll bet. What's the prognosis for them? Well, you know, uh, in terms of the baby, anytime an infant is born premature and has trouble breathing, uh, the baby has a higher chance of cerebral palsy. On the other hand, that could show up later with, as they develop. Right now, Colton appears to be completely fine, and amazingly, so does Tracy. What a story. Thanks, Hattie. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, that's a question from CBS News. Yes, yes, that's my good friend, uh, Harry Smith. <laughs> as Dr. Blockstein has pointed that out, so I think that's enough uh, health and medicine stories here. We'll take a quick break and we uh, talk about some other type of stuff right back here on the Dr. Anonymous show. Don't go anywhere.
that's right. This is the Dr. Anonymous News back here on the show live on a Saturday night. I want to welcome everybody back to the chat room here. We got uh, Jared, also known as Trauma Junkie. And uh, I do want to thank uh, Jared and also thank uh, friggin' Ben with the Q for calling in for the uh, New Year's Eve show. That was fun. That was a good time. Also, uh, welcome to the good Dr. Blockstein uh, and uh, J-Man and also Jesse Wilder. And now that uh, friggin' Ben with the Q is now back in the chat room here, I do want to talk about, <laughs> yes, that's right. We'll talk about some bowl games. We're going to talk about the uh, the New Year's Day bowl games. We have this clip here from the Associated Press. The Sugar Bowl was sweet for Florida's Tim Tebow. Playing in his last college game, the former Heisman Trophy winner threw for a career-high 482 yards and three touchdowns in a 51-24 wipeout of number four Cincinnati. In all, Tebow rolled up 533 total yards, more than anyone in bowl championship series history in number five Florida's big win. Well, I mean, I didn't see this coming as far as that many yards and everything. Uh, I knew we had a good game plan. Um, I knew we were going to try to spread it out a little bit. We felt like that would be successful. The Sugar Bowl also marked the last game for Florida head coach Urban Meyer, who's taking an indefinite leave of absence to deal with health issues. Meyer said he plans on coming back to lead the Gators. If you still in your gut feel like you'll be back in the fall? In my gut, uh, I feel like I'll be back. I just want to make sure uh, my family and health are number one. and I just got to get that right. A legendary college football coach goes out a winner in the Gator Bowl. Bobby Bowden closed out his 57-year coaching career in style as Florida State beat number 18 West Virginia 33-21. The longtime Seminoles coach was carried off the field by his players after the victory. Jermaine Thomas ran for 121 yards and two touchdowns. FSU quarterback and game MVP E.J. Manuel threw for 189 yards and ran for a touchdown. The 80-year-old Bowden recorded 389 victories and leaves as major college football's second-winningest coach behind Penn State's Joe Paterno. Coming out with a win is kind of a bonus. You know, I mean, here I was looking at the end of my career. I'm going to either win 388 games or I'm going to 389. You know, and, and, and don't neither one of them throw me over the hump or nothing. Unless, unless something happened to Joe today. Anything happened to Joe today? I might sign up for another year if Joe leaves. More than 350 of Bowden's former players were on hand for his final game. Terrell Pryor helped eighth-ranked Ohio State forget some of its recent bowl game defeats, leading the Buckeyes to a 26-17 win over Oregon in the Rose Bowl. The sophomore quarterback threw for two touchdowns and a season-high 266 yards and ran for 72 more. Pryor threw a 17-yard TD pass with just over seven minutes to play in the win over the number seven Ducks. The victory snaps a three-game BCS losing streak for Ohio State. Auburn pulled out an exciting 38. I don't care about that. <laughs> that's, that's all I wanted to hear, kids. And uh, yeah, for the for the for the last time this season, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this for a good friend. I want to play part of this just for a good friend, Ben, with the cue there in the chat room.
Okay, there you go. <laughs> yes, and, you know, I, I, I did predict that uh, Iowa State would lose, which they did not. So uh, if they did lose, I was looking forward to a uh, impromptu Llama 80 show tomorrow night. And uh, they still may have a show there tomorrow night with friggin' Ben with the view talking about the big Ohio State win. So uh, good job there. So I do have some other news stories here to uh, share with you here this evening. Did you hear about this one? This is from Reuters. <laughs> the title is... Man opts for jail over New Year with relatives. I'm not kidding about this. This is from Rome. A Sicilian man stole sweets and a packet of chewing gum so he could get arrested and spend New Year's Eve in jail rather than be with his wife and relatives. Italian media reported on Friday... A 35-year-old Sicilian first showed up at a police station on Thursday asking to be arrested because he preferred spending the night in prison rather than with his family, but was rebuffed because he had not committed a crime, uh, the news agency said. The man immediately went to a tobacco shop next door where he threatened the owner with a box cutter as he grabbed a few sweet, a, a sweets and a packet of gum. He then waited until police arrived to arrest him for robbery, <laughs> the news agency said. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's good. <laughs> uh, and uh, staying overseas here, the title of this story is No New Year's Toast in Sauna, Russians Urged. This is from Moscow. Russia has urged revelers celebrating the New Year in saunas on Thursday night to refrain from popping the champagne until they have left steam houses, warning it could prove fatal. I would like to make the following recommendation. Drink after being in the sauna, not when inside. Interfact agency quoted emergencies minister, Sergey, of course his name is Sergey, <laughs> as saying on New Year's Eve, maybe this sounds funny, but many people die in saunas, he said. Enthusiastic sauna visitors... <laughs> Uh, Russians often drink beer or vodka in uh, wood-paneled huts in wood, uh, and hold alcohol-fueled New Year's celebrations in thousands of steam rooms and bathhouses across the country. <laughs> uh, and it gets better. It gets better for our Russian comrades. Apparently, uh, the Russian government has... Uh, Increase the price of vodka to try to cut down the consumption. I'm not joking. Here's the news story. The cost of the cheapest bottle of vodka in Russia just doubled. The measures aimed at tackling widespread alcoholism in the country. The minimum price for a 17-ounce bottle of the cheapest vodka is now 89 rubles, the equivalent of three U.S. dollars. 
This comes on the start of the 12-day New Year's and Orthodox Christmas holiday when alcohol consumption is at its highest. Russia has one of the highest levels of alcohol consumption in the world. The president, who has publicly decried Russia's drinking problem and its effect on the nation's well-being, has ordered a series of measures aimed at reducing the sale of vodka. While some have praised the president's efforts, many Russians are skeptical about the policy's chances of success. This woman says the measure won't help and is no more than a promotional event. Past efforts to limit vodka sales, however, have led to increased production of unregulated or homemade vodka, which even now is estimated to make up nearly half of all vodka consumed. Myra Lopez, the Associated Press. So there you go. So don't be drinking uh, in Russia. <laughs> yeah, that, like that's gonna that's gonna make sense. Uh, but coming back stateside now, headline, Florida man wants right to bar. Florida man wanting right to bar calls 911 and subsequently was arrested. This is from Oldsmar, Florida, from Wednesday, December 30th. Florida uh, Authorities say a Florida man who called 911 claiming he'd been beaten and shot uh, was hoping a tail would get him a ride to the bar. Instead, 37-year-old Gregory J. Oras is facing charges of misusing the 911 system and battery of a law enforcement officer. An arrest report says Oras called 911 three times before his arrest early Tuesday in Oldsmar, northwest of Tampa. He also told the dispatcher he had a broken nose, bleeding ears, claiming people were shooting at him. Authorities say he was actually looking for a ride to another bar. <laughs> the report also says Oris kicked a Pinellas County Sheriff's deputy in the knees and a taser, a taser, was used to subdue him. On red, online records show he was held at Pinellas County Jail, but don't indicate whether he has an attorney. Uh, and moving on to uh, Rapid City, South Dakota. The title of this story is South Dakota, where authorities say blood alcohol level was 0 .708, 0 .708. Rapid City, South Dakota. South Dakota authorities say a woman found passed out in a stolen van earlier this month registered a blood alcohol level of 0 .708. Seven, eight, nearly nine times the legal limit and possibly a record for the state. Meade County State Attorney Jesse Sondrill said Wednesday that 45-year-old Marguerite Engel was found slumped over the van steering wheel along a highway on December 1st. He says the uh, highest uh, blood alcohol level uh, state chemist uh, could recall was 0.56. The state's legal limit is 0 .08. Authorities say Engel missed an initial court hearing December 15th, but they found her Monday in another stolen vehicle that had <laughs> she had been drinking. <laughs> this is the best uh, line of the whole article. Her attorney declined comment. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. It just it just keeps getting better. Title, 
Man fights intruder after being after using quote beer can alarm. It's from Fargo, of course, it's from Fargo, North Dakota. Fargo police sent an apartment tenant who set empty beer cans in front of his door to alert him to intruders. Ended up fighting uh, with an alleged burglar, the sergeant said. After a report of two elderly men attacking each other. The sergeant said a 61-year-old man who lived in the same building was arrested on suspicion of burglary. They said the man appeared to be intoxicated, and it's possible he uh, believed he was entering his own apartment. (laughs) So he set the empty beer cans in front of his door, and he set it off. That is uh, good stuff there. Did you hear about the grenade that was uh, brought into a uh, police station? That's right. Let me find this story here to play. This is kind of interesting. It's not every day you see police tape wrapped around the police station, but that's exactly what happened at a San Antonio, Texas substation Wednesday. The tape went up after a man walked in with a box of grenades. We found out that two of the grenades were trainer grenades. They've had a hold actually uh, dug in them or bored in them. And one grenade is going to be a live grenade. Police say the box had been in the home of the man's deceased grandfather for about a decade. He had, uh, I guess, a son, and he was afraid that he was going to play with it and and finally decided, well, you know what, this might be dangerous. It might be a live grenade, and sure enough, it turns out it was a live grenade. The bomb squad assembled and took the live grenade to a safe place to detonate it. If anybody finds grenades, leave them where they're at and just call the bomb squad or call the officers to come to your house. Don't bring them to the station because it's dangerous transporting grenades around like that. Police say while it wasn't the smartest thing to do, the man who brought in the grenades won't face any criminal charges. Matt Friedman, the Associated Press. So if I hear this guy right, so I find a grenade in my home, I'm supposed to leave it there. I'm supposed to leave it there and call the bomb squad. Uh, yeah. That is, that's, uh, that's really interesting. Uh, do you have one of those, the, uh, these, uh, GPS, these, uh, GPS things that help, uh, find your way around to, to where you're going? I wouldn't pay attention to them too much because, uh, a family, uh, on Christmas followed it a little bit too much, got trapped in a snowbank. Here's the story. It all started with an early Christmas gift, a GPS, and the hopes of heading home for Christmas in the shortest amount of time. It gives you a couple different locations, you know, to go, and we picked the shortest distance, and we set off out of our driveway. Packing two nights' worth of clothing, Griffin and his family set out on a trip to Maupin, Oregon, about 170 miles, should take about three and a half hours. Well, we were driving for a good couple hours with no problems at all, just talking, having a good time. Then the weather turned ugly. The road became slick, the snow went from inches to feet in minutes, and this may have been the time to turn to a good old-fashioned map for directions. We were driving, we we came around a corner and slid slid into a rut and we couldn't pull out of it. Here's video they shot of the conditions they were stuck in. Griffin actually set out on foot for the next highway and to get cell service, but the weather turned him back. I really thought we were done. I was like, nobody's going to find us on this road. After spending more than 24 hours melting snow in this bottle for water, countless hours digging and roaming, and their SUV on its last drop of gas, 
Good luck changed. She's like, get out of the car, there's headlights. I got out of the car and jumped up on top of my hood and started waving my arms. Their family had been searching the roads for their lost car and found them. It was a bittersweet Christmas, that's for sure. It was the worst Christmas and the best Christmas. The Griffins say they feel a little foolish for putting so much trust in their GPS. Diane Kepley, the Associated Press. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, there you go, you know. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's good stuff here. <laughs> uh, we have a few minutes left here. Uh, I, I see, uh, let me see here. I think I know who's just... Uh, here uh, on the line here. What I'm going to do is, uh, yes, uh, since Dr. Blockstein says I am in love with the the movie The Hangover, I will uh, <laughs> I want to play this here and uh, and uh, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the Dr. Anonymous show live on Blog Talk Radio and uh, we'll be right back after this clip. Rogaine, check. And don't forget to use it I can totally tell when you forget your hair just looks thinner. Using of the Rogaine. Check. And make sure to call me right when you get to the hotel, not like the conference in Phoenix. I had to wait two hours for you to call me. Yeah, I was the keynote speaker. I was late to the podium. Still? Yeah, you're totally right. I'm sorry. What is the matter? I don't know. I just hope you're not going to go to some strip club when you're up there. Melissa, we're going to Napa Valley. I don't even think they have strip clubs in wine country. Well, I'm sure if there is one, Phil will sniff it out. It's not going to be like that. Besides, you know how I feel about that sort of thing. I know, I know. It's just boys and their bachelor parties. It's gross. You're right. It is gross. Not to mention it's pathetic. Mm-hmm. Those places are filthy. Yeah. And the worst part is... That little girl grinding and dry humping the fucking stage up there? That's somebody's That's daughter, somebody's up, daughter there. up there. I was just going to say that. See? I just wish your friends were as mature as you. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Paging Dr. Faggot! Dr. Faggot! I should go. That's a good idea, Dr. Faggot. <sighs> Have a good weekend. I miss you. Welcome back to the Dr. Anonymous Show, live on Blog Talk Radio, on the line here now, <laughs> ever good friend, friggin' Ben, with a Q. Welcome back here, Ben. How are you? Paging Dr. Faggot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I am in love with this movie. That's right. I don't care what you say, <laughs> what people say out there. It's just awesome. I need some help, Doc. 
Yeah. I, I got the GPS going and I'm lost. Ah, well, just uh, just turn left at the next uh, next one. Uh, you'll be fine. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let me get this right off the bat here. So uh, Ohio State. Uh, so what do you think, man? I'm very impressed and I'm I'm very happy. I, I enjoyed the play calling, it's minus a couple of plays, because Trestle always has to make some goofy plays. But all in all, I'm I'm very pleased with the outcome. Ah, all right, all right. Well, and I do want to I want to thank you again for uh, for joining me for the uh, for the New Year's show. Uh, I listened to that again. Uh, it was a that was a good time. I can't I can't believe that. Uh, you got through the whole thing without uh, either yelling at somebody or uh, just uh, just going off on somebody. And we'll have to do it again next year. No, I can't. I can't do that, man. It's just crazy. Why not? Oh, I don't know. I... It's a New Year's have, tradition now. I have uh, 364 days to think about that. Yeah. You can prep for the show for a whole year. <laughs> uh, ah, Burl is in the room now. Look out. Take cover. Yeah, we're still waiting on him to call into the uh, Llama 80 show. <laughs> oh. And since he's here, I, I, I saved this uh, I saved this news story here for him. So uh, uh, if you'll if you'll bear with me there, uh, friggin' Ben with the Q, this is uh, this will be kind of funny. This is from uh, Utah. Do, do you know anybody in Utah there, uh, Q? Where, where's Utah at? Uh, it's somewhere in the middle. <laughs> yeah, people live there. <laughs> uh, some people live there. I don't know who. Okay. Uh, but apparently there was a there was a there was a fire in St. George, Utah. Uh, crews responded to a trailer fire in southern Utah and had another factor to contend with, namely snakes. Snakes <laughs> in a trailer. Oh. Uh, the animal control officer in St. George says there were about 19 pet pythons in the trailer when it got. Fire on Thursday morning at a RV park in town. <laughs> Once the fire was put down, firefighters began pulling snake after snake, mostly in cages and up to 18 feet long. That's what she said. Uh, the uh, the fire people say 11 survived. <laughs> the snake's owner tried to revive another by massaging it and blowing it into its mouth. I'm not joking here. That's what she uh, said. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that is uh, that, that's the snake story there. So, uh, yeah, yeah, they're saying that's where the Mormons are. It's where Utah is. I, I don't know. It's, it's somewhere. It's somewhere over there. I have no idea. I got nothing. You got nothing? Not the Mormons. No, they scare me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, let's see here. I got I have a, I have another call here. I'm I'm thinking I'm kind of afraid to bring this bring this call up here. Let's see let's see who this is. Hello, who is this? Hi, is this where I call to get my Python revived? 
yes, yes, yes. Just leave your size at the door, and uh, we'll take care of you. Okay, yeah, he's been very limp lately, so I, I just want to wanted to make sure this is what the where I bring my python to be resuscitated. Ah, uh, Q, you want to take this one? Um, Jesse's mom can help you with that. Ah, <laughs> why do you think she's limp? Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm so wow. Did I? I didn't. I just had an out of body experience. I'm sorry. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Burl, uh, how are you? Are how are you, sir? Doc, I am peachy as can be. Ah, I, I am. Oh, I'm. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Happy Happy New Year to you, to both of yeah, you, you have, and and uh, yeah. been with a Q. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do have a question there for you, the Burl. Sure. So do, do, you, do you remember how to do a live show? Do you need practice? I mean, you haven't I've, done a show for a while. Yeah, I've scheduled uh, practice shows for Monday and Tuesday both, <laughs> uh, just to kind of refresh. <laughs> I don't know. I think Blockstein's in for a surprise because I, I don't know how to operate the switchboard anymore. Are you kidding? Oh, yeah. It's like I mean, it's not like riding a bike. Oh wait, never mind. Sorry, Doc. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, mm. I'll I'll pay for that later. I'm sure. Uh, uh, so how really, how cold how cold is it in Chicago? Uh, six. It is uh, six degrees right now. Wow. So uh, they said it's, we're supposed to have a low of zero tonight. So I, I figure anything under like twenty, who really cares? It's just flipping cold. Ah, uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I, think I think Kim is a popsicle at this point. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> uh, She's drinking enough alcohol the other night. It won't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, we, yeah, we had a, uh, we had a pretty good show the other night. It was, it was I, a good time. Uh, I was bummed. I had to had to bail out, but uh, you know, I had to had to do the family stuff and and do that too. But uh, you guys were rocking and rolling. I like when Kim slurs like that. It's it's quite entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so your holidays were good there, uh, the Burl. Everything was good. Uh, Everything was yes. Good. Holidays were good. I um, uh, can I can I give a little little review of something real quick? Do you yeah, like? sure. Go ahead. Man. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, Krupp's espresso machine, model ten twenty. Yeah. Don't don't even bother. Yeah. Don't oh, really? Bother. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking the second one back tomorrow. So just thought I'd share. I'm a little, uh, little disturbed. I was ex- I was planning on having some nice, you know, uh, mochas tonight, relaxing. Really? And, uh, yeah. And it uh, blew up all over the kitchen. So. <laughs> wow. That's what she said. Yes. Yeah. Again. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so the, yeah, I have another question here for you, though, yeah. Burl. So, so you've uh, not only have you journeyed into the uh, uh, photo blog thing, you're, you've actually actually gotten back to real blogging. Uh, what what happened with that, man? Did you lose a bet? I, you know, I did. I did. I uh, it's peer pressure. Nothing plain and simple. Don't I mean, you, you know, you got these people out there. You got these Danas and these Kims and you know these J Mans and it's nothing but peer pressure, man. And don't let him pull you, Doctor. He has to vent somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, even, I, uh, Annie, I have to have some kind of an outlet, you know. 
I have to tell uh, you, even even Dom the Weirdo King has a blog now. It's crazy. I know. Uh, it's, can you blame him? This blog thing may actually uh, take off. Who knows? People may start really doing it. Well, I, I think it was it was all started by the mind of friggin' Ben Q. Uh, that that blog that started the whole thing. I'm sure it was because you know he's a, he's a uh, promotional genius. So I hear. Love and hate. Sunday nights nine o'clock. Well, good. So, so Burl, so, so you're actually coming back live next Wednesday, is that right? Is, is we will that, be, is, yeah, is, this Wednesday, the 6th. It's not a drill, it's not, nope. uh, it's real. It is all hands on deck, or uh, your Python, whatever, you know, works for you. Uh, and we're, we're back live. I, I have no idea what, uh, what Annie's got planned. I think she's, she's been lining up, she's been doing show prep, which has me a oh, little no. unnerved. So I, wow. I have no idea what she's got planned. But uh, we'll be back. So uh, we're lining up uh, uh, new guests for the for the new year and uh, looking to have a good 2010. And you'll be uh, behind the scenes there uh, at, at the first uh, Blockstein uh, show there coming up. Uh, did you remember how to, to run the switchboard there, Deal? Or uh, yeah, I'm going to do a couple practice sessions on that too, just to kind of refresh the memory. But you know, it, it'll be okay. It'll be all right. I mean, Here, I let me give you a crash so. course, Burble. You, <laughs> yes. you click the button and it doesn't work. Uh, BTR 101, got it. Yeah. Why <laughs> <Live> hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, Burl, uh, hey, uh, I, I appreciate you you calling in. Uh, you, the, the, the blog is musings of the Burl, and then you have the the Burl photo blog, and of course the uh, Annie and Burl live show here on. Blog Talk Radio coming up uh, Wednesday, 10 p.m. Don't know what you guys have on tap there. If you, uh, so, so you two weeks off, and uh, you know you better bring it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's no pressure. Thanks, thanks, Doc. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's a blog thing all of a sudden. All this pressure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, gonna gonna get. I know it's uh, we're doing the whole best of thing again tonight, but it's kind of cool. We I put the um, uh, the one with the burlesque dancer. Oh yeah, as she's a guest. Hot. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you actually have Doc some some nice little quotes in there. So I, I I appreciate when when you are introduced to her. I think the most right at the top of the interview. So Sweet. I'll just leave it. All right, little, man. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You found a dancer oh, great. Named Burl? What's that? You, you found a dancer named Burl? Uh, yeah, and last name Esk. Yeah. So, okay. There you go. Uh, <laughs> well, hey, th- um, thanks a lot hey, there, buddy. And uh, t- hey, tell Annie, uh, you know, uh, we said hello and that we're still afraid of her. Uh, yeah, so, we, all <laughs> we all uh, are. We all are. That's with love. And uh, Beth Bath and Beyond. So what are you going to say, hey, you know? Hey. Yes, exactly. <laughs> thanks so much. All right, hey, Doc, everybody, uh, Happy New Year, and we'll talk to you, uh, we'll talk to you real soon. Okay. We'll see. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. That is the Burl from the Andy Burl Live Show here on Block Talk Radio, and and uh, then we actually have another call. Can you believe this? This is popular. We're popular here tonight. Let's uh, let's see who uh, who this is. Hello, nine seven three. Who's this? Uh, good evening. This is Doctor Blockstein calling to wish everybody a happy New Year. Really? Wow. You are the man. 
Which part did you not believe? The Dr. Blockchain part, or that I would wish you a happy new year? Uh, both. I think both. this is recorded. That's right. <laughs> how, how are you there, Doc? You are, uh, you know, you grace us with your presence. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that you had to slum with us and, uh, you know, and, uh, and call in, you know, but I really appreciate it, man. No, friggin' Ben was right. This is pre-recorded. I've been sending it to all shows on Blog Talk Radio. It just says, <laughs> this is Dr. Blockchain, and I'm calling to wish you all a happy new year. <laughs> ah, well, great, great. Hey, yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I should have done that. That's a pretty good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I should have thought of that. Uh, so, so since we have you on the on the show here, uh, Doc, uh, can you give us kind of a little performance evaluation of the borough as a staff member on your show? You know, I, I would love to joke around about it, but the Burl is actually fantastic at what he does. The Burl fills a void. The Burl is the producer. And, we, and, and, the fact that, and the fact that we already had a producer when the Burl came along shows you how big a void that he fills. He did what Vinnie Bond couldn't do, which was multitask and screen calls, and he actually participates in the chat room a little bit better than Vinnie. He doesn't get on my nerves. He knows when to speak and when not to speak. The Burl is like Vinnie 2.0. <laughs> wow, wow, man! And and I I do have to give you kudos there, Doc. You know, you Colette, you know, she's she's not only is she hot, but you know, she 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 adds a lot to your show, and I'm really enjoying her uh, as as a co-host. Well, thank you. I love having Colette around. It is it is fantastic. Uh, I no longer feel like I have to carry the entire uh, 90 minutes. Uh, Colette that comes up with some. Uh, interesting things to say and questions to ask. I do want to congratulate you, uh, Dr. A. That New Year's Eve show was, was brilliant. I thought Kim calling in, she was a genius. Everyone thought she was drunk, but really she was just doing a, her, a really good Dick Clark impersonation. Fantastic. Uh, no, actually, it was, it was her Ryan Seacrest impersonation, but it was close. Oh, well, the slurring, I thought it was because it, it, she was doing Dick Clark. <laughs> Uh, can, can you confirm something here, uh, Dr. B? Uh, I read on page six today that uh, Colette is going to premiere the new Dr. Blockstein theme coming up on your first show of 2010. Can you confirm or deny that as a Dr. Anonymous exclusive? I, you know, I can only confirm what she says. She assures me that it's going to be ready. I just don't believe it. She's, uh, by, by nature, musicians are, are kind of flakish. You know, she's an art, artist, artiste. Artists are flaky. Uh, so I don't want to get my hopes up. She says it'll be ready by the first show, so I'll I'll go by what she says, but I'm not going to be disappointed if it doesn't happen. Ah, okay, okay. And uh, who is uh, who's coming up on your uh, show coming up uh, next week, Tuesday, 9 p.m. here, right here on Block Talk Radio. Uh, coming up on the Radio Happy Hour, we have uh, a young actress by the name of Brittany Murphy is scheduled to be there. Uh, she is uh, is going to open up the show with us. Uh, and I'm pretty excited awesome. about it. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, that's great. How, how, how did you ever get that booking? I mean, that's very, very exclusive. Well, it's interesting. A lot of people don't know that, but she was one of the voices on uh, King of the Hill, and uh, one of the people on that program uh, hooked me up. Wow. Well, great. Great. So, and I do have to tell you, I have to tell you, Dr. B here, you know, and I, I do, we did kind of chat in the chat room here. I mean, you, you are definitely the reason I am here at Block Talk Radio. I, I listened to, I don't, can't even remember the first show that I listened to, but it was, it was with your, uh, your first uh, co-host Jane, who I love. 
Uh, but uh, that is that is how I got uh, took to the show, and I uh, very much appreciate you bringing me to the network here. I've, I've enjoyed your show uh, for a long time. Hello? He's still there. <laughs> he hung up on me. I, I he hung up he on me as I'm giving him a compliment. That is He's that still- is classic blog steam. Yeah. That, I, wow. I don't know. Wow. Dang. Dang. He must uh, be saving lives because he's, he's kind of a doctor, too. I guess so, you know, like whatever. You know, what are you going to do? So, uh, so hey, I, <laughs> I have to, I'll delete that part of the show out because I was actually being nice to the guy. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, so, Ben, uh, so, so, you think, so you think he'll even, he'll even call, you know what you should do? He should call into the Llama 80 show and then pretend like his, his battery died. What do you think about that? Um, sure. <laughs> 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 Pointed in a few minutes ago. I mean, I always enjoy hearing from uh, Blogstein. But, you, you know, Burl got out of here without addressing the, uh, me calling him out, you know. He, he's good for that. Uh, well, you know, I, well, I, I kind of pushed him along a little bit too because I saw this other line. I, I didn't even know it was blog. If I knew it was blogs, then I would I wouldn't have never picked up. So, uh, so forget it. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> you know that that calling out there is uh, still still out there because you you haven't called in yet. <laughs> and uh, I'll just throw it out there. I, I might be doing a show tomorrow. Really, really. But what, what are you going to be? What are you going to be talking about? Uh, you have any, well, you know, I, I, I shouldn't ask because uh, you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, uh, you know, reveal the uh, secret. It'll be a pressing topic. <laughs> it'll be a, it'll be a pressing topic. Yeah. Oh, oh, here's 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 uh, wait here's here's blocking calling back here. Hello. I'm sorry. New York, hello. I- <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. Oh, that's all right, man. I was I was just I'm being sorry. nice to you. Sorry. I I well you know I can't take it so I just hang up. I'm not used to such <laughs> things. Do, but I, what were you saying? That it was because of me that you're on Box Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah. I just I, mean, I just want to you know thank you for that. I, and I and I very much enjoy your show. It's very entertaining. You you've. Uh, you, it, 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 it's always tough when you when you switch personnel on the show, uh, and uh, I think you've uh, done that very, uh, uh, w- you know, with, without uh, without losing the beat there. It, so it's uh, so I'm looking forward to 2010 for you. Oh, thank you so much, Doctor Anonymous, and on behalf of everybody, I apologize for bringing uh, Doctor Anonymous to Blog Talk Radio. I didn't know that I, I had such an impact, and I'm sorry for that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so Tuesday night we're going to be there, and uh, nine o'clock uh, with with your very exclusive interview with Brittany Griffey is going to be great. I'm very I'm looking forward to that. Oh, I can't wait! I've been the, the two weeks off. I've been researching this. I got so many things to ask her. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so does, does that mean Colette has to be on your first show of every year, like for, forever now? Too is that, is that part of the deal? That is part of that is <laughs> absolutely part of the deal. Yes. That's a, that's in her exclusive contract. Oh, it is. It is. It's signed on the dotted line. I just can't wait for this to happen. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big year. It's a big year in 2010. I know it. Uh, I yes, it. Is, it is 2010, right? It's it's not 2010 or. No. Yeah, that's another thing I want to make uh, certain that everybody is aware of. 2010. 
It was, it, 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 it was 1910. It wasn't 1910. It was 1910. It's 2010. Let's stop this 2010 business because it's going to plague us for the rest of the century or whatever this it's is, not, millennium. It's not 2010. Well, no, that would be too many zeros. <laughs> You're a doctor? Uh, no, I just play one on the radio. You give me 2010 milligrams, you'll kill someone. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. So 9 p.m. Eastern, Tuesday night, the Radio Happy Hour with Dr. Blockstein. Thank you for calling in, and, and, I, and I hope your, uh, your cell phone or your Skype uh, doesn't go down on Tuesday night. That might be bad. No, it's my, it was my cell phone. Uh, and listen, I want to open it up. The, uh, anyone who has a question for Brittany Murphy on Tuesday is welcome to call in and ask. She's, she agreed to take calls from fans. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Well, cool. Hey, I mean, thanks for calling I, in. I, I, just, I just hope it doesn't sound like I'm bragging that I got such a big Hollywood starlet on the show. I'm just really excited about it. Uh, well, you know, I share the excitement with you, um, and I can't wait for this this riveting interview. I'm going to be at, on the edge of my seat. Cool. Yeah, everyone should tune in. Well, cool. Well, great. Well, hey, thanks a lot, and uh, Happy New Year again, and uh, we will uh, see you on the show next week. God bless every one of you, including you, Ben. Thank you, sir. All right. <laughs> All right, see ya. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so yeah. So, what do you think of that, there, Ben? I, I'm I'm trying to figure out this whole Brittany Murphy thing. Uh, well, what do you mean? Well, it, I don't know. I, I guess I'll have to tune in to find out. Uh yeah, it'll be uh it'll be it'll be uh exciting. Is that is that gonna lie a live interview? Um yeah, I, I think he's saying that it's gonna be a live uh interview. Yeah. This should be good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben. So you so you're gonna have a show tomorrow? I, I was gonna extend, but I'm not gonna extend. I think I'm done. So uh we got less than a minute left. So Llama 80 tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Are you having a show? Um, I will go with a yes. There will be a show tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern. All righty. So there you go, kids. 9 p.m. Eastern time right here on Blog Talk Radio, Llama 80. And uh, my next show will be a week from uh, tonight. Um, and uh, I think I think that's all I got for you here this evening. So... So, Ben, thank you for joining us here, hopping on board, and uh, it was a good time. Uh, and uh, we will see you at the uh, Llama 8 show. All right. See you tomorrow. All right. See you. And uh, thanks to uh, The Burl, and uh, thank you to Dr. the good Dr. Blockstein for uh, calling into the show here this evening. And uh, that's all I got for you here tonight, kids. I will talk to you all very soon, and uh, good night, everybody.